can't believe I'm about to say this, but they might run the table and make the playoffs. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the Chargers. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon, the GM. Thank you to all who participated in our Amazon Alexa Echo Dot giveaway. That was in, and the winner was announced last night at six o'clock. Now, that winner has not come forward. So if you're listening to the podcast and you did happen to win that, please come forward so that we can give that item away as soon as possible. In the future, we will have a 48-hour time claim time. Will you be able to claim your item? such as a Google Home Mini, for example, totally not hinting at the next giveaway item. So, yeah, you know, all you got to do is follow our Instagram. All followers that are already followers will be automatically entered into the contest. If you tag any of your friends that follow us, like, for example, so you follow us and then you tag John, but he didn't follow us, and then John follows us back, you get an extra entry in the competition. So, congratulations. So, That was the giveaway, and all you got to do is follow our Instagram page or send us a text at 612-808-4399 or an email at fantasydudesmedia at gmail.com. But it might just be easier for you to go to thefantasyfootballdudes.com. At the bottom, you will find a contact section in which you will input your email, your name, and all that cool stuff, which will automatically be sent to us, and then we will enter you right into that competition. So that's about all we got for that competition this week. Uh, thank you so much, Fantasy Football Minimalist, for winning that and entering our our uh, drawing there. And we really like giving that stuff away, most because who doesn't want an Amazon Alexa? And who doesn't want to ask their Alexa who won that one football game they need to get into the Fantasy Playoffs? That's right, folks. We are at the Fantasy Playoff push. Not many leagues start the playoffs on week 13, but some do. So I decided to record the podcast one, well, actually it was like four days early. We should have been doing it Wednesday all season, but now we are doing it on Wednesday. So I'm here. I'm going to go over each matchup and each player, or excuse me, each team in each matchup, I'm going to go through kind of their grade for the playoffs because you got to know who to pick and I, who to pick up and all this kind of cool stuff. you got to know what to do before you're in the playoffs because once you're in the playoffs, that guy that I've been talking about that you should pick up for weeks He'll blow up, and the guy you're facing the next week is going to get him. So these players are going to get you to the playoffs and next to the next round. Maybe win you a little bit of prize money if you do happen to win that. Now, by the end of the season, we at the Fantasy Football Dudes may just be giving out a fantasy championship ring to the person who wins their fantasy championship. All champions are willing, if they are willing to enter, they are able to enter. And if you just want a ring because you think that you want people to know you're a fantasy champion, which we all are because you all listen to my podcast, then for sure you can get a ring too. But that is not for sure yet. So tune in later to find out if you can win a fantasy football champion ring. All right, on to this week's matchups. First up is Washington at Dallas. Dallas is on a plunge. I mean, it's not even... Ugh, it's on, they're on a plunge. They're just going downhill, downhill. Not much is going right for them right now. Dak Prescott just can't hold the offense together like they like they thought he could. And I'm pretty sure they're wishing Tony Romo's back right about now. But for Washington, they are the away team, and I'm going to go over them first. So Washington, they got two or three players that I'm targeting for the playoffs, and that one is Jamison Crowder. 
and Jamison Crowder is really, he showed up last week with 20 fantasy points, and he's had a few good weeks, but boy, listen to these matchups, the Cowboys tomorrow night, the Chargers, which, that is a matchup I probably wouldn't start him against unless he really gets hot, then you got the Cardinals, then you got the Broncos, then you got the Giants, week 17, if your league extends into week 17, so all those matchups, except the Chargers, are extremely appealing, and actually all those teams right now are 5-6 and six or worse, so... That is definitely, definitely a decent playoff schedule for him and Samaje Pirine, which has been a surprising guy to come out because Chris Thompson's now on IR and so is Rob Kelly because of two unfortunate injuries. But this really, Samaje Pirine, is, is, he's coming to the light and now he's having the ability to shine like he probably should have been for a while. So that is about all I got on the Redskins. Vernon Davis slash Jordan Reed, I'm not trusting them, but Kirk Cousins may be a worthy add because if the Cardinals continue to tank and the Broncos are just terrible, then you never know. I mean, Kirk Cousins could be an add if you got a guy like Dak Prescott, who you're not really trusting him unless he's had a really good matchup, and that is my excellent segue into the Dallas team and how they're looking in the playoffs. They face the Redskins, then they face the Giants, the Raiders, the Seahawks, and the Eagles. Week 16 and 17 are looking very challenging for the Cowboys, but... The Raiders and the Giants are not that great of teams. But then again, they are the Cowboys. So all I'm trusting against the Giants is, you know, I, I, I mean, Dak Prescott, of course, against one of the worst teams in the NFL. You're probably starting him in uh, your first week of the fantasy playoffs, as well as Des Bryant. So whether you think I was a catch or no catch, Des Bryant's a fantasy starter in week 14. Unless we see reason that that team continues to dive and can't even produce against one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Other than that, Orleans, Darkwa, oh, excuse me, we're still in the Cowboys. Darren McFadden announced his retirement from the NFL. Just props to that dude. He had a great, a few great years in the NFL, but uh, he he just got released and he, he decided to retire. And I think that, that was a good choice, unless, I mean, he wasn't generating what they needed, that offense at that time. So, really... You just got to see, you, you, it's just not, it wasn't just happening for him. So the Cowboys are relying on their other running back. But, I mean, I, I'm i not even starting him because it's the Cowboys. They're doing so bad. Their offense couldn't hold together against the Chargers. I mean, looking back at these stats, they haven't scored over 10 points in the last three weeks. And, I mean, they lost Zeke. So there's just no fantasy appeal for the Cowboys for me at this point in time. So, next up is the Patriots at Bills. Let's look into the fantasy playoffs for the Patriots. The Patriots are a stud team, so you know they're, they're going to be pretty good. The Bills, we, we thought we saw something from them, but they are not, not doing so good. Uh, the Bills, with Tyrod Taylor, is not producing like we wanted him to. They beat the Chiefs last week, but that that is not the greatest accomplishment. They lost to the Jets, and they haven't won since October 29th against the Raiders. So, I, not an offense I trust, so the Patriots should have an easy time facing them twice in the playoffs. Brady is always a solid start. But the only issue I see for the Patriots in the fantasy playoffs is against the Steelers in Week 15 because Steelers are the Steelers. Now they have the same record as the Patriots, so you're kind of looking at... I mean, I'm not going to sit Tom Brady, so I think Patriots players... Right now, Deion Lewis is the starter for the Patriots, and I don't see any changes in that. But then again, like I posted on the Instagram page, James White 
or uh, I don't think Michael Isley is the, the factor we wanted him to be, but uh, James White, or they could even they could put anybody in the backfield. The Patriots, at the end of the day, they're not going for stats. They're going to win. So whoever is running them the best, then they're going to go with that guy. So that's about the Patriots for their offseason. I would, I, the, I mean, you're not sitting your Patriots. Deion Lewis has some appeal against the Bills, of course, because they are not the greatest defense. But let's move on to the Bills. Uh, they have some great, great matchups in the playoffs uh, for week four, 13 and four, or excuse me, 14 and 15. They face the Patriots, then the Colts, then the Dolphins, then the Patriots, then the Dolphins. So I, maybe not, uh, maybe, uh, I mean, LeSean McCoy, you're starting. He's going to have huge upside in week 14 and 15. But Tyrod Taylor may be against the Colts, but not too many ads I see from that team. Kelvin Benjamin does have a meniscus injury. So unless he unless you're confirmed that he's healthy and they're really gonna start passing to him, I don't like anybody from the Bills except LaShawn McCoy. But you could stash Charles Clay if you have Travis Kelsey. If you have a different tight end that maybe is not doing so hot, if you have Cameron Bright, you might want to stash Charles Clay because he's back and he's healthy, and he was one of the top tight ends through uh, the weeks he was playing, which I think was weeks through, through week six. So that's about the Bills fantasy playoff story so i've gotten through four teams here and now let us move on to the oh my gosh the buccaneers at the packers oh my packers oh are you kidding me we had the win last week we had it we had the win but then hunley had to get sacked twice when we missed the field goal and then and then hunley got sacked it's just oh but I think the Packers take the win here, especially because it's at Lambeau, and the Packers are not, not that much better than Tampa Bay, but they are better. So let's move into Tampa Bay's playoff looks here. So they got the Packers, the Lions, the Falcons, the Pan... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. Everybody that the Buccaneers face after week... week um Excuse me. Week 15, week 15, 16, and 17 are all teams that are better than 7-4. and four. Falcons, Panthers, Saints. So, we, I mean, week 14 against the Lions. The Lions aren't terrible against the run and against the pass. And you're probably not sitting Mike Evans regardless, but that uh, James Winston had with them. So, it makes me think, okay, if I do not see Winston come back and start passing the ball to Evans like he did, I'm, I'm not, I mean... You probably don't have options better than Evans, but you're starting Evans. And if Jameis Winston comes back, then for sure. But uh, against the Falcons and Panthers, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't want to start him, especially if you have a better option. And that's about it for that. I'm. I mean, I'm not a Doug Martin guy. I. I mean, I would keep him kind of on your on your looks. And if he just blows up against the Packers, then maybe a start against the Lions. The Lions would be worthy. But nobody else in the Buccaneers makes me excited for the postseason. Yeah, because the Falcons, the Panthers, and the Saints defenses are all great defenses. So I'm not not starting them against that. So for Green Bay, without Rodgers, that takes away most of the fantasy relevancy for this team. And I think they're going to start to play more conservatively because they're not going to make the playoffs unless they win five in a row, which is highly unlikely facing the Vikings, the Lions, and the Panthers in their last three weeks of football. But here's the, here's the thing, guys. Listen close. They're playing the Browns next week. The Browns! So that pretty much wraps up that game. I don't care if you're Brett Huntley. I don't care if you're Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't care if you're Eli Manning and you just got benched by the Giants. You are starting your players against the Browns. I mean, 
if Aaron Jones comes back and is healthy enough to play for the Packers, you're starting him. But Jamal Williams would be a good start against the Browns, and I'm, I mean, he, he really showed up for the Packers last week and they needed him. So against the Buccaneers, RB2 with big upside, you betcha. Uh, but against the Panthers, the Vikings, I'm not starting them. I mean, Devontae Adams, I'm probably, it's a weekly start for me because Hunley and him have such that young connection going on. And I really like that. I mean, I know I'm a Packers fan, but boy, do I, I mean, when I watch them play, that those are two guys that know what they're doing out in the football field. They know. They, they're they just in, they're just connecting, guys. So, I'm starting Devontae Adams. Never start Brett Hunley. But Jamal Williams might, I mean, he's worth a start. He's an RB2 with upside especially because of his dangerous, dangerous skill in the past game. Next up is Vikings at Falcons. I don't know how the Vikings are 9-2. And, and as a Packers fan, it does kind of hurt. But sure, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm going to go with it because I think it would be very interesting to see how the Vikings played at their home turf. I've always thought Case Keenum was underappreciated in Latavius Murray. I mean, he played for the Raiders last year, so you'd think you would understand why I would feel bad for him and then kind of, you know, I think he's he's lucky. But against the Falcons' defense, that as they struggled early in the season, I mean, they're getting so much better. I think Case Keenum's going to be struggling. And a lot of those fantasy people out there are telling you to start Case Keenum, start Case Keenum. I'm not so sure. He's a QB, too, for me. Maybe unless you are unless you really need somebody. If you're in an 18 QB, 18 league, and you need to start a quarterback, Keenum's a flyer pick. But... You know, it's the Falcons. They can lose the lead. They can blow you out. You just never know. So, let's look at Minnesota's outlook. Playing the Panthers next week. Uh, after playing the Falcons this oh, excuse me. After playing the Falcons this week. Then they play the Bengals. Then they play the Packers. Then they play the Bears. Oh, my goodness. You're starting. Adam, it just Adam Thielen is a stud. He is a stud. You're definitely starting him against the Bengals. Week 15, this team could probably save you. And... Y'all, I mean, if Rodgers comes back against the Vikings, that that could be something to talk about. And I'll be on the air for all those weeks. I'll be on the air for Christmas too. So, uh, definitely against the Bengals, uh, you're you're starting. Um, you're starting Adam Thielen, and you might be starting Diggs, and you're probably st- yeah, I dig it. <laughs> um, and Latavius Murray too. But the Panthers and the Falcons are 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 pretty good defenses. So, Thielen, it's tough to sit him because of his boomer bust potential. But definitely against the Bengals, are going to want to start him. I would say the Vikings, not not too many great players, not not great matchups. Probably if I were to rate them like a B minus because of the Panthers, uh, and because the Packers are are not terrible on defense there, but they're okay. So let's look at the Falcons' outlook for the playoffs. The, I mean, you just never know who the Falcons are going to pass to. Ugh. One, one week it'll be Mohamed Sanu gets like 1,000 yards. The next week it'll be Julio Jones getting 300 yards and 40 touchdowns. I don't even know what's going on over there anymore. I just know Matt Ryan is not a candidate for MVP anymore. He has better stats than Matt. He has better stats than, uh, or Case Keenum has better stats than Matt Ryan. So, you know, you never know. I think that the running back to go with for the Falcons right now is Tevin Coleman until Devonta Freeman shows up and says, I am the guy to go. Because Tevin Coleman, he hasn't started that much. Two or three games, he already leads in rushing yards in the, on that team. So, why wouldn't you start Tevin Coleman? Devonta Freeman was really touchdown dependent. He rushed for 60 or 70 yards, but Tevin Coleman's getting it done. So, as for the Falcons in the playoffs, 
This is some tough matchups. Only week 15 looks good. Oh my gosh, I don't know if the Falcons will make the playoff. They could go seven and nine. Look at this. at they're uh, playing the Fal their uh, Falcons are playing the Vikings and they're playing the Saints. The Buccaneers would be a start for Julio and the other players there. Then they play the Saints again at the Superdome. No. Then they play the Panthers. I mean, gosh, all of a sudden, Falcons could be out of the playoffs. You just never know. All right, next up is Lions at Ravens. The Lions are facing the uh, Ravens this week, the Buccaneers the next week, the Bears the next week, and the Bengals the next week. What else do you need for me to say to start Marvin Jones and probably Golden Tate? I mean, look at those matchups. Buccaneers, Ravens, uh, Bears, Bengals. Like, three out of four of those teams have better records than, or have worse records than the Lions. I mean, they're the Lions. They lost to a Hail Mary. I mean, why? I'm, never mind. I'm not going to bring that back into the story. But let me just say, those are, that is an A for me, for like a grade for the playoffs. You're starting Marvin Jones Jr. and Golden Tate in both those matchups, not to mention Matthew Stafford. I, I'm not comfortable with uh, the running backs, but gosh, how do you not start your all your wide receivers against the Buccaneers and the Bears? I mean, especially with a franchise quarterback like Stafford, they could be in the playoff race like that, and especially the Bengals are so bad. So that's kind of my my deal for the, the Lions, and I'm going to go to Baltimore. Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore. Who to start from Baltimore? Well, they got... <laughs> Not much. Oh my gosh. They got Danny Woodhead, Alex Collins, and Javorius Allen are all fighting for the backfield. Uh, I mean, that it's just not much to, to be happy about with the Ravens. They're facing the Steelers in Week 14. The Browns and the Colts are two great matchups. So if a definitive wide receiver one stands out for the, the, the Ravens, then Week 15 and Week 16, they're probably going to be a start. Because the Ravens have are, they have a winning record. I don't think they're making the playoffs, but they're definitely not out of the race right now. they got some great matchups in the playoffs. So look for that uh, running back or wide receiver to stand out this week, and if it doesn't, then I wouldn't feel confident starting any Ravens running backs right now. On to the next matchups. 49ers at Bears. Ugh. Let's start with 49ers. So what 49ers do you You're starting... Oh, my. They have some good matchups here. They're, you're starting... Probably Carlos Hyde because uh, you got the Texans in week 14 and the Titans in week 15. Not week 16, though, because that's the Jaguars. And this week you're starting Carlos Hyde because it's the Bears. Um, if, if, if the wide receivers start to stand out for me, Marquise Goodwin, if he really does start to pop and, and grow like we wanted him to, then, yeah, he's a start against the Texans and the Titans because they don't have great de defenses. I mean, the Titans maybe because they're 7-4. and four. Maybe. But definitely against the Texans and the Bears, if, if, if Marquise Goodwin it starts to really shine. Uh, I would test it out against the Bears this week because they're the Bears. But then again, I mean, they're pretty much predicted to lose in all of these matchups, the 49ers, and they are the 49ers, so it's always a risky start there. The Bears, Dontrell Inman is back for them. So I guess that's good news, but they're not that great. Some great matchups come up. we got the the 49ers, the Bears are facing. they got the Bengals, got the Lions, and then the Browns. So you got Bengals, Lions, Browns, really bad teams. So Dontrell Inman, maybe a good add for the offseason. Maybe for the, um, excuse me, the postseason. Maybe a good add. 
it, it would sure make sense. I mean, I know uh, Trubisky's not that great a quarterback, but against the Browns, you can look like a star, like an MVP, like a Matt. Oh, never mind. Um, so after a tough loss last week, I think the Bears are looking to bounce back against the 49ers. Jordan Howard is always a tough one to decide on, but you're starting on you're starting him against the 49ers defense, a Bengals defense, and a Browns defense. So I got this question today, and I was really intrigued on what I would choose. So for the fantasy playoffs, uh, the question was, who are you going with? Or excuse me, for this week, who are you going with? Alvin Kamara against the Panthers, or are you going with my guy, Jordan Howard, the rookie or the sophomore running back? Who I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go. I mean, I really like Jordan Howard. I've always liked him. But who are you going with? Alvin Kamara at the Superdome, because all the Saints play better at the Superdome, or Jordan Howard at home. So my answer is Kamara. He's shown that he can do it all, and although he's facing a top-tier defense, he's Alvin Kamara. So it's like if David Johnson was facing the Eagles defense, you're not sitting him, because he's David Johnson. This guy's Alvin Kamara. He's the next David Johnson. Next question, please. All right. So we've got Colts at Jaguars this week. Last year, this would have been considered a stink fest. But Jacksonville, it really is kind of a playoff team right now. Leonard Fournette, really, he hasn't showed up yet. He hasn't scored a touchdown for a few weeks. Um, but let's start with Indianapolis. I, I don't trust anybody on Indy. They do have some great matchups here against the Bills and the Broncos. I mean, and the Col- and the Ravens. I mean, I guess the Ravens are a better pass defense, so I'm not going to go with that. But against the Bills and the Broncos... I don't know if you're starting T.Y. Hilton. I don't even think he's a... I wouldn't even roster him. Because he's a boomer bust player. So, if he scores like a 30-yard touchdown, I mean, sure, and he's sitting on the waiver wire, you could say, okay, I, I dropped him, but it, he's probably not going to do that again. That was just bad luck. So, no starters from the Colts for me. Unless you got Jack Doyle. But then again, I'm not even going to start him because Jacoby Brissett really isn't that good. Uh, all the way has passed over 2,000 yards. Eh, not not the greatest stats there. So for Jacksonville, it's hard to sit Leonard Fournette. I would have him in the top seven, top eight every single week. And he's got some great matchups going. He's got the Seahawks, which their run defense is not nearly as good as it was you know, for the past few years. Then the Texans, then the 49ers, ladies and gentlemen. That is probably like a B, B-minus grade for defenses if you're facing as a running back. So Leonard Fournette's to start. He's a good add. And I would actually add the Jaguars receiver, and uh, not Allen Robinson. I kind of felt bad for Allen Robinson, but it's Marquise Lee. And a lot of people aren't seeing Marquise Lee, but with some matchups like that, he could really blow up one of these weeks and show us that he is the fantasy guy we all want him to be. Bortles not a start. Fournette's is good to add. Uh, you got Marquise Lee. And then if you're in need of a tight end, um, low tier, he's not a good one. I mean, he's, he's boomer bust, but Mar- Mercedes Lewis has had a few good games. Bortles likes him, and why not Adam? I mean, you might... Why not Eve? <laughs> that was a bad joke. Um, so, let's go, let's look at Denver's schedule. I don't trust any Denver players. The, the quarterback is just bad for that team. Uh, then again, you can think about that they're playing the Jets, the Broncos, or they're playing the Jets, the Colts, in the first two weeks of the playoffs, and that is dreamy matchups. That's like an A. Uh, but the the Broncos, their leading receiver has 651 yards. That's Demarius Thomas. So probably Thomas is a start, but Trevor Simeon isn't even thrown for 2,000 passing yards this year. 
almost as many interceptions as touchdowns, and C.J. Anderson is not a start. If Devontae Booker gets the clear, um, if the, gets the clear start over uh, C.J. Anderson, then sure go with him. But honestly, it, it's tough to call right now. So Demarius Thomas would be the start for me in those games. I'm not with Emmanuel Sanders. He, he's just Demarius Thomas has always won that battle between those two. There have been games where Emmanuel Sanders has done better. But I'm still sticking to Demarius Thomas. Next up, we got the Dolphins playoff schedule. It's it's okay. It's like a, a C maybe for my grade. They're the Patriots. They're gonna lose that game. I'm not starting anybody against the Patriots. And they got the Bills and the Chiefs. Bills are bad. Chiefs aren't great. They've lost quite a few in a row. So you're probably going to start. Uh, here's the question: Kenyon Drake. I mean, he's the go-to running back unless they go to. Sakion Barkley. I, I, no, why did I say Sakion Barkley? My mind is in a different place right now. Um, <laughs> so Kenyon Drake's your guy to go with. Uh, but but wait for him. I mean, against the Broncos, just depleted team. Watch for Drake to break out. If he does do really well, then sure, he's a must, a must start against some of the bad defenses in the playoffs. But other than that, I don't like anybody on the Dolphins except Jarvis Landry and... Devontae Parker and Kenny Stills are really just deep threats, but Jarvis Landry is getting a few passes. Uh, he's the leading receiver, and lead with the, um, he's just doing better this this season than anybody else on that team at, in the receiving corps. So next up is Chiefs at Jets. I, I can't believe I'm about to say this. The Jets might win this one. The Jets, are, they're doing really well this year, but what they're doing is they're coming up, you know, 28-31, to 37-38. Uh, 17 to 14. They're just not finishing games. So I think in the draft coming up, they need to get a new defensive player. And they're almost they're almost finishing off those games. And they're almost winning them, but they lose them in the last few seconds. I hate it. Oh, they had a big lead on the Patriots a few weeks ago. Uh, it was uh um yeah was, the Patriots only won by a touchdown. Then against the Dolphins, the, the Dolphins only won by three points. The Falcons only won by five points. Uh, the Buccaneers only won by five points. The Panthers only won by a touchdown. Um, it's just th there have been some incredibly close games that the, the Jets should have had, but their defense has just given up the points. I the only team the only appeal uh, is Robbie Anderson, and I he's the guy you're gonna want to add for the playoffs for sure. Bilal Powell is keep him on your radar. Maybe add him if you need a, a running back and you, you really have a spot you could fill with anybody that has some potential, then yeah. But they're facing the Saints and the Chargers in Week 15 and 16. The Jets are doing that, so I'm, I'm probably not going to uh, rely on too much on that quarterback. I mean, McCown's been okay. He's been QB 6 since Week 6, which is, is actually great. But then again, it's the Saints and Chargers. they got some great defense. So that those are my, uh, my facts on the, the Jets. And, and the Chiefs aren't, I mean, just looking at the Chiefs, they've just gone downhill. They've lost, they haven't won a game since uh, October 30th, and then they had, they've had a few lost streaks. It's just been bad for the Chiefs. They're actually the only team to have beaten the Eagles this season, and that was when they were really good. So, you know, they're facing the Jets this weekend. It's, start, it's hard to uh, sit Kareem Hunt against the Jets' defense, but they're not giving him carries right now. They're, they're just not. So, Facing the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Dolphins in the playoffs. Yes, Kareem Hunt should... I mean, there's nobody else. It's Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt. If That's the show. Alex Smith is not a starter for me. But those that's the show. It's going to be Kareem Hunt and Tyreek Hill and the Travis Kelsey show. There's just nobody else on that team that I really like. 
I mean, if you if you're in a deep, deep league and you need uh, a guy, uh, maybe an RB handcuff for the playoffs, then Trekandrick West is going to be your guy. But they're not running the ball right now, uh, and they're certainly not running it as well as they were before. So let's move on to the next matchup. This is a little bit of a long podcast. My apologies. I'm trying to go over every single matchup, and I want to show you guys who's going to be good in the playoffs and who is not. So here's what we're looking at for this one is the Texans at the Titans, 4-7 versus 7-4. Houston, DeAndre Hopkins is the – I mean, I don't even have to say anything. They're getting – they're going against the – Sam. The or the, excuse me, the 49ers in the week 14 in the playoffs. Otherwise, Jaguars and Steelers not starting um, them against them. Except Lamar Miller and DeAndre Hopkins are your two guys at uh, wide receiver two and running back two. So for the Titans, Rashad Matthews has been okay. He hasn't been terrible, that's for sure. So maybe you're, I mean, I'm certain, look at this this matchup. It's got the Cardinals, the 49ers, the Rams are, they're okay. Um, but you got the Texans and the Cardinals and the 49ers. They could lead you to the championship. Rashad Matthews, I'm not, I'm not relying at all on on Marcus Mariota. So, Rashard Matthews, Corey Davis would be a handcuff ad, but Delaney Walker, Rashard Matthews, and DeMarco Murray are the three guys to target because DeMarco Murray, he, he's been getting better lately, so I, I'm probably going with DeMarco over Derrick Henry in these these playoffs coming up. Next is Browns at Chargers. Oh, oh you better believe Keenan Allen is going to rip this game apart. I'm so excited. I mean, the guy is just a stud. He is a simple stud. And there's nobody from the Browns I'm starting. So I'll just move on from that. Because the LA Chargers have a good enough defense to shut down Isaiah Crow. Melvin Gordon's the guy to start, I think. I mean, Eckler, if you if you want to risk it, you could add him for the playoffs. I mean, Chargers playoff situation look like this. They got the Browns, the Redskins, the Char- or the Chiefs, then the, the Jets. So those are really, really good matchups. So Eckler's a good add, but for now, Melvin Gordon is the starter, and that's who you're going to stick with. And then um, Hunter Henry, of course, does get that little plus. I think um, that, that's that's a really good one. But you're also going to want to look at our, our main man over there, um, Melvin Gordon, of course, and our main man, really, the, the focus is Phillip Rivers. And this is the second year in a row he's had great fantasy football matchups in the playoffs. Last year he did pretty good on those, so I mean he he's the starting quarterback for these next few weeks. The Chargers have seen the they've had just they're most they're the most they're the hottest team with the best playoff uh, or the best uh, end of the year stretch best fantasy playoffs. So that's about uh, what I have to say in that game. So next up is Panthers at Saints it's at the Superdome. So I mean you're probably starting Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, marking. It's hard to sit Mark Ingram because as he's going to be boomer bust potential. He's Mark Ingram. He could get three touchdowns. He's done that two or three times this season. So, I mean, Breeze is no longer a fantasy starter for me, especially against Carolina's defense, which has been okay. And then you have Michael Thomas you're starting. But let's talk about the the Carolina. You're starting Jonathan. I don't even know if you're starting Jonathan Stewart. You're probably starting Christian McCaffrey uh, and Devin Funches, and that's about it. But let's look at New Orleans playoff, what they've got going on. So they got the Falcons. Then the Jets, then the Falcons. The Falcons, I'm not like, start, start, start. So I'm probably going to say, okay, let's go with uh, Week 15 against the Jets. They're going to devour, the Saints will devour the Jets. That'll be great uh, to watch Alvin Kamara maybe break a record that week. But for the Panthers, we have uh, we have the Saints this week, then we have the Vikings, the uh, Packers, and Buccaneers. So 
two out of three of those matchups are are above. Um, they're they're better than uh, better than the average matchup for fantasy, I would say. So Funchess and McCaffrey. I mean, Newton's not exactly a great starter for fantasy, but he has the rushing attack that really could uh, win you your championship. Uh, but then again, you you got to talk about uh, the Panthers not having. I don't know. They're one of those teams that they all they're winning. But they're not exactly the greatest fantasy-producing offense. But Christian McCaffrey and Devin Funches are the guys to go with. Uh, Greg Olson should get more involved in the offense. But then again, you got to talk about, okay, he's got a broken foot, and last week he aggravated it, so he could aggravate it worse this week. Before I go on to the next matchup, I'm going to talk about uh, Josh Gordon. You better add Josh Gordon while you can because... He's one of those guys where I could say, oh, he plays for the Browns. He's probably not going to do very good. I mean, he, he was great a few years ago, and he had Brian Hoyer to catch passes from and, like, Brandon Whedon and stuff. I, I just, <laughs> you you got you to gotta get Josh Gordon. So next up is Rams-Cardinals. Rams, you're, you're, you know, you're starting Todd Gurley, um, and that's a great, great thing to talk about. I'm super excited to do that. As for Robert Woods' injury, monitor that. I don't think he's back this week, so Sammy Watkins is the clear backup. And I think uh, if you look at the Rams' schedule here for the playoffs, they have the Eagles and the Seahawks and the Titans coming up. Not exactly great matchups. All those teams are above 7-4 and four or at 7-4. and four. So probably not starting Jared Goff. I mean, if Robert Woods and Sammy Watkins switch those guys in and out for whoever's going to uh, be in and out for the game... So definitely those are your two guys to switch. But the Rams just beat the Saints, and that was a crazy game. So you just never know. What I'm going to say here is that uh, it's a tough one. Uh, that's bad for the Rams. They have bad playoff matchups, and somebody's bound to. So, I mean, Goff if you really need somebody. Um, <coughs> sorry, I goffed. But other than that, I'm not sticking with them. So, Arizona, what is up with Ricky Seals-Jones? The guy's on fire. Uh, if you need a tight end, add Ricky Seals. Save the Seals. Um, other than that, David Johnson's probably not coming back, and Larry Fitzgerald's the only other value I see on that offense. They're facing the Titans, the Redskins, and the and the Giants. So, not, not terrible matchups, but not great either. Uh, next up is Giants at Raiders. That's this game this week. Eli Manning was just sat. That is probably an all-time low for that offense and that whole team there. Uh, they beat the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl. I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure about that one. I don't, I'm not a big Patriots Super Bowl guy. But Orleans Stark was, I mean, if you look at New York Giants, they're the Giants, so I really don't trust anybody on their offense except Evan Ingram, but he's lost my trust over the past few weeks. Look at these matchups. you got the Cowboys, the Raiders, the Eagles, and the Cardinals, and the Reds, because they're not terrible, but they're the Giants, people. They're the Giants. They're not great. I mean, Evan Ingram and Orleans Darqua have a little bit of appeal, a little bit, but not. they don't have a lot. So unless the matchup is clear, it's like, unless it's a clear kind of Jets matchup or like what they do have, the uh, the Cardinals or the, the Cowboys, then just don't start your Giants. I've, I've learned that. Eagles at Seahawks. Let's look at these teams. The Wow. The Eagles, um, I mean, they're looking for their 10th straight win here, which is, it, it, it's unbelievable. I, I mean, the Eagles haven't been this good since, well, Donovan McNabb, Deshaun Jackson. 
uh, Michael Vick. It, it's been almost 10 years, so it, it's good for them to be back on top. But look at these teams. They got the Giants in Week 15, but they got the Rams and the uh, the Raiders in Week 14 and 16. Not great matchups, but not terrible either. And they are the Eagles. I trust Wentz and maybe Jeffrey. I, I mean, if, I'll be generous saying that I trust Jeffrey, but I'm just no. I mean, Zach Ertz is the only catch patcher, catch patcher that has um. Like over 600 yards on that whole whole team, and the Garrett Blunt is the running the clear running back one. But I'm not starting any guys until one of them says, "Hey, I can rush 200 yards in a game twice in a row." Yeah, <laughs> Um, so for the Seahawks, Russell Wilson's on fire lately. He leads the team in rushing yards and passing yards and receive. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Doug Baldwin is it's, he's not the star we all thought he would be. I didn't think that. I don't know what all the fantasy experts. I'm putting quotes in the air as I say experts. I don't know what they were saying about Doug Baldwin at the beginning of the season. I wasn't high on him. He doesn't have, I don't even think he's had one game over 20, 25 points. So, Baldwin, I mean, I don't want to start anybody against Philadelphia's defense except Russell Wilson. That's all I got to say on that. Um, but as for the Seahawks and, and their playoff, uh, their playoff, how they're doing in the playoffs, I mean, you got the Jaguars, the Rams, the Cowboys, those are your, there's three weeks there. So, the Cowboys would be worthy start, but. Honestly, the only clear starters would be Doug Baldwin, Jimmy Graham, and and Russell Wilson. But then you got some tough defensive matchups. So I don't know if the Seahawks are making the playoffs this year, guys. If the Packers can win two or three or uh, four, then they could push them out of the playoffs. You just don't know. So the last matchup is Steelers at Bengals. Pittsburgh, of course, start your Pittsburgh players this week if you saw what Antonio Brown did to the Packers defense last week. Steelers have the Bengals, the Ravens, the Patriots, and the Texans coming up in the next four weeks, and the Browns in the last week. Unfortunately, the Browns are on a usually non-fantasy-relevant week, but still, you're going to want to start your Steelers. Le'Veon Bell, I'm not a Jesse James guy, um, but you start Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, probably Big Ben if the matchup says so, like it does in week 14 and 16. Other than that, mm -mm. so let's look at the Bengals, and then that'll be the last team, and then I'll close this out here. You got uh, Bears, Vikings, Lions. I guess you can start. I mean, if Mixon continues to, to grow and to be great like he was last week, then sure, he's a starter, especially against the Bears. But come on, guys. That was the Browns, okay? The Browns. The Browns have lost 11 games this year. They haven't won a single game, and you're telling me you want to start Joe Mixon every week? I'm sorry. I'm not buying into that. So those are pretty much your playoff, uh, fantasy playoff stuff. Whew. That was a lot of teams to go through, like 32 different schedules. I am wiped, guys. I'm super ready to go and play some Assassin's Creed Oranges. You heard me right. Um, so make sure to follow our Instagram page, send us a text, and if you send us texts, we'll send you updates whenever a giveaway happens or whenever uh, anything else happens. Uh, we might do a certain giveaway uh, where if you follow us and you tag somebody, we'll give you a personal lineup feedback for that w which week. Uh, but this is the playoff push, guys. Get excited. If you win, if you, it's great. I mean, you could win some money. You could win a trophy. You could win a ring like I'm wearing right now. If you lose, it's fantasy. It's in the name. You know, there's always next year. Uh, and it hurts to lose, but that's why players like me are in six fantasy leagues, okay? Two of my leagues I'm not making the playoffs in, but... Uh, in the next, in the other weeks, sorry, that was my other fantasy football dude. 
telling he was congratulating one of the guys on winning that Alexa, and that that there may be a Google Home. Uh, hey Google, what's the weather like? Yeah, so you know I'm not lying. Uh, that's enough, Google. Um, so, you know I'm not lying about that. We might be giving that one away and also some other super, super cool stuff because who doesn't like cool stuff? Uh, if you want to see some of the items we might be giving away, not for sure yet, but maybe, go to uh, Instagram page. It's also a shout-out to just a great guy, Raleigh Eric. And it's like Raleigh spelled like North Carolina, uh, but it's at Raleigh Eric. Um... The, one of the nicest guys I've ever talked to. He's just awesome. And uh, he makes these super cool wood burns. And they're just... If you want to go see it, you should follow my Instagram uh, account for the Packers. Packers under dash pro. There's a few pictures of uh, his stuff on there. But honestly, we could be giving away these cool wood burns of whatever player you choose. Uh, they're super a great value, and I, I really do like them. So that's about it for Fantasy this week. Any questions, 612-808-4399 or at the Fantasy Football Dudes. Uh, excuse me, at Fantasy Dudes Media. So that's about all we got for you this week, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you have any suggestions, questions, comments, anything you got, feel free to share it with us. We're super excited to be helping you guys out in the Fantasy Football Playoffs. And I guess I could say I hope your team does well, and good luck in your Fantasy Football Playoff matchup.